Hello and welcome to the St. James Podcast. My name is Mike, I'm the priest at St. James Church in Dundas, Ontario, and you can find out more about us at www.stjamesdundas.ca. I really hope this time of reflection finds you safe and well amidst these difficult days of rising COVID numbers and the stresses of another lockdown. But we know that even among the pressing concerns of this time of pandemic, other issues and new issues of our time need our attention and care. And this week we mark Earth Sunday on the 18th of April and International Earth Day on April the 22nd. And you can find out more about that at earthday.org. We all know our natural world is suffering in ways that are hard and unpleasant to understand and imagine. Greenhouse gases continue to build, climate change is causing massive disruption and damage, species are becoming extinct on a daily basis, pollution is accumulating in air, water and soil. For Christians, our understanding of creation begins at the beginning. Creation is the work of God. And it is into it that we are born, placed and given stewardship. That means the duty of care. I'm really glad that today our Reflection for Earth Sunday is offered by our Climate Justice Coordinator at St James, Carleen Hardy, who reflects on our care for creation during a pandemic and our witness at St James Church as people called to put into practice care for creation in the reshaping of our lives. From Psalm 104 O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom have you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Here is the sea, great and wide, which teems with creatures innumerable, living things, both small and great. Even in ancient times, certain observing, and likely somewhat privileged people, could see how great creation was. Many others were probably absorbed in a very real struggle just to survive. Our world has come a long way in making that struggle less for the average person. In the developed world, those no longer worried about basic survival have managed to create a vast expanse of waste and devastation around the world, which is finally clearly seen as as a result of our comfortable lifestyles. This year's Earth Day has come after a year of us humans giving nature a break. To see how quickly nature can rebound from our collective waste and polluting ways has been illuminating. The urgency of the need to change our polluting and wasteful practices around the world and to, and to treat climate change seriously is finally felt by most for the first time in my living memory. For too long, we were told to recycle, walk or bike if possible, bring our own bags when shopping, etc. In other words, our individual acts could help and that those things would be enough to help our earth avoid devastation. But what has become clear through the tireless efforts of those seeing the frightening truth of how quickly things were going to ruin anyway is that much larger systemic changes need to happen and on a much larger national and international level for us to be able to slow the looming disaster of rising global temperatures. In our diocese, we have had knowledgeable, caring, 
and active voices helping us be aware as a church of all the ways we can be more kind to the environment. It was gratifying when as a parish we received gold accreditation in our greening efforts, and I was very proud when St. James followed the Youth Synod's recommendation to commit at last year's vestry to an end of single-use plastics. A word from Psalm 96 illustrates my sentiment. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. We also need to act collectively to tell our elected representatives that we want meaningful policies to pressure corporations to stop using so much plastic and be responsible for the waste they create. We want all industries to stop dumping impurities into our water, burning fossil fuels, and we want construction and development to stop taking over the few naturalized places we have left. From Romans 1 we hear, For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see His invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature so they have no excuse for not knowing God. So many of us feel God's presence in nature. We need to work together and have our voices heard that we want our earth protected, that all living creatures deserve protection. And our earth knows how to protect itself. Research presented by Greta Thunberg back in September of 2019 showed that if we pushed for funding to go toward renaturalization renaturalizing forests and oceans instead of subsidizing big oil, carbon would be taken out of the atmosphere for free. Being terrible to the environment hurts the already downtrodden worst and makes economies worse for our children and grandchildren. But helping the earth helps all people and is good for all economies. Although it's got to be big companies and governments making the needed big changes, it does not change our responsibility to change what we can and to be less consumerist and more thoughtful about our actions and being lighter on the earth and more just to all. We can avoid buying new, or if we do need to buy new, buy quality. Fix rather than pitch. Say no to single-use plastics. Use muscle power or electric rather than burning fossil fuels. Maybe travel less or travel lighter. There are so many ways we can be more kind to our earth. Let me finish with some words from Job. But ask the animals, and they will teach you. The birds of the air, and they will tell you. Ask the plants of the earth, and they will teach you. And the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. Let us go with God as we choose better for our earth and spread the word daily about all the ways we can help. Thanks be to God.